welcome, Christelle. Thank you very much for joining us today. So can you give our listeners a little bit of background information about yourself? Uh, sure, yes. Uh, so I am Christelle. I am something like 45 years old or something like that. I don't count anymore. It's, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am French, living in Germany. I have been in Germany for a long period of time already, so almost 20 years. Um, and I came as an engineer in Germany. And now I am a coach and I help women to um, to find a meaningful career, a meaningful and a profitable one, because both are important. Both are very important. And so you you started out as, as an engineer. So when, I guess it's kind of a two-part question, when and why, or maybe how did you make that shift from engineering into coaching? Mm. Yeah, I think the, the main question is why I have been engineer at the first place. <laughs> <laughs> but so uh, with 18, I wanted to be a psychologist, mm. but they told me that it's not a, a good career and that it was yeah not a proper career and so on. So I just somehow continued and I was engineer. So I, I studied chemical engineering. Um, and so I wanted to travel. So I, I tried to travel during my studies, like uh, England, Germany, China. So I tried to, to, to grab as much as possible, so foreign countries. Mm -hmm. And then um, because of that, I achieved to arrive in Germany and to start for a French company to grow the, the German market. Um, and I was alone in Germany, so it was 20 years ago. And I thought that I would just stay a few years. Mm -hmm. And then that's what a lot of people think. Oh, it'll only be yeah. a couple of years. And yeah, <laughs> because I was used like every two years to go somewhere else. And, right. and I really like that. And I couldn't really think about uh, staying in one country for a long period of time. Mm -hmm. So after two or three years, my company asked me to move to Frankfurt. I was in Stuttgart and then I moved to Frankfurt. Okay, another country, same uh, same country, but another city. Mm -hmm. And then I wanted to move to England because I had a new job there. Or I could have the opportunity to have a new job. And I stood in, in Germany and now I have my life, my three children, my husband, my German husband. So, yeah. Okay, great. And so, so then was there something that specifically happened a time or something that that made you transition more into coaching was it something that was quick or did it just kind of slowly happen over time for you mm. and it, it, I think it was a kind of a slow um a slow thing or it was always presence like I always told my mother well I do these engineer things because I have nothing else to do and I'm traveling a lot because of that, because I, I was in charge of international sales. So I travel all around the world, which is cool. And um, and I could grow a lot, learn a lot. And I love that. So it was good enough. Um, but at some point, so um, with 30 or something like that, I told my husband, I want to go back to psychology because the engineering things is kind of empty. It's doing a lot of money for the company, trying to do more business and more business, but I don't really grab the meaning of that. And I felt uh, emptiness inside of me. Mm -hmm. 
And uh, I think so after my second child, it was always my I was always more like depressive and not understanding why I should put so much effort and energy into doing this kind of job, which was meaningless for me. Mm-hmm. And my depression were always deeper and, and longer and, and I couldn't find a way how to go out from that. I was already a lot into personal development. So I, I started to meditate very, very early in my life and so on. But something was missing. And at some point, um, I told my husband, okay, I don't care what you think. And I don't care what people think. I'm just going to do what, what I think is important for me. Mm-hmm. And coaching was really something that I thought was the best way for me because psychology, I knew that it's in, it's interesting, but it's not, um, it's, it's, there isn't, the tools are not really the tools that I wanted to use. I, I like to have like a goal and to eat it and to have the right tools. And I thought coaching is far more into the real life mm-hmm. and psychology. And um, because I like tangible things, yeah. <laughs> tangible processes, uh, like engineer. <laughs> like <laughs> so that's why I decided to go into coaching. The interesting things is that at that moment, I decided in my mind, I don't care what they think. I don't care what the society think I should uh, like, or I just go for what I think is important for me. I never had any kind of depressive moment anymore. That was the wow. end. It was 10 years ago. Wow. And that's great. And I think that's, what a lot of people struggle with um, is is what people think. I I have a bit of a what I call um, shiny object syndrome that I believe I can do so many things, and and I know that I can do them, but I can't do all of them at the same time. Right, exactly. And so I'll do one, but then I get bored quick, and then I'm I'm not doing that anymore. Now I'm going to do this, and I'm do something, and then I'll go back and and work on it a bit because I don't want to let it go because I already started. Mm-hmm. And then I, I get to sometimes a crossword where it's, do I really just want to give up and then not, not give up, but again, transition or pivot or, or, or change and do something new. And, and then there's always part of it. It's like, well, what are other people going to think? Like how many things yeah. have I tried or how many am I doing? And, and I do good with, with all of them and I enjoy them, but it's really good to be at that point of, I don't care what anybody thinks. I don't yeah. care what anybody says this is what I'm doing exactly yeah exactly and it was it was interesting because at that time I had like two or three children so they were really small like five between the zero and five years old I still had my job my husband was again the fact that I wanted to change my career thinking about like when you studied engineering you cannot let that go it's not possible yeah it's it is (laughs) (laughs) Um, but so I had to go against that. So it was, a, and, and then I had to study the coaching things. Mm-hmm. I studied it during two years because it's not something that you can have like that. It's a little right. bit of work. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was, my, my life was even more complex mm-hmm. and Im- even more tiring, mm-hmm. uh, but the energy came back. And that's why I do what I do, because I want people to fight for what they think is their path, their fulfillment. And uh, and it's so great. So it's just to be at this place, then you are another person, you have another kind of charisma, your message is clearer, your impact on this world is, is higher. And 
the life is the life that you think, okay, I'm, if I uh, die today, it's all good. I have done what I think I should have done in this, in this moment. Mm -hmm. And I, I think it's really, really important. Yeah. And I, I think it's great because too, it's, as you said earlier, when, you know, everything was going well and, and good, but you just, you had that feeling it, that it just, something's missing. It wasn't right. And I had that before when I was living in Canada and I decided to leave and move to Costa Rica and yeah, I had a company there and like, all like everything I had everything there. And I just, that I, I just said, I have tech gurus and I'm using quotations for those who are, who are listening, um, mm -hmm. said I had a, a good business. I had a house, I had rental property, I had vacation property, uh, family, uh, everything. So I was supposed to be, exactly. according to them, like the happiest person in the world, because mm -hmm. I have what everybody strives to have. And I just wasn't happy. And I, I remember one time I went to a seminar and I left and I just thought, I have everything they said I'm supposed to have, but something's missing. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's not right. It's not all these things or stuff that, yeah, that exactly. they're talking about. And this was, this was probably about 12, 12 ish years ago when, when I just said, no, I, I need a change. It's time to change. I need something different. It's not about all of this. And and, you know, I'm still striving to, to, to figure out exactly what it is. What it is. I want to, mm -hmm. As I said, I want to do everything, um, but I always am really enjoying everything that I am doing. Yeah. And I think as, as well, that's the thing. It's a journey. It's mm -hmm. not like um, you are here and one day after, or maybe three months after it's done. So uh, maybe it's done for the moment. Maybe you are fine what you want to do for the moment, but eventually in five years or two years or 10 years, depending on the character of the people as well, it's going to change. So it's a journey and it's okay. <laughs> right. Um, and there's so many people thinking, yeah, I am where I am right now, and I cannot change. Or if I if I if I change, that's going to be it. Mm. But it's like project things sometimes. So I think when we started to look at this way, not to have just one career for life, but maybe like to to have different paths, jobs, journeys. So we think more about what is my next project or what is my next step or can I have two projects parallelly? Depending of the people. So I have like a one ex-client, she has I don't know how many different kind of uh, projects. So she has her business, but then she has a lot of different things. She loves that. So she's completely like me, actually. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And there's some other people. It's like, oh, no, I can just concentrate on one thing mm -hmm. and I'm going to do that. Mm -hmm. And after that, I'm going to do another one thing. And maybe I am a little bit more in this. I'm not sure yet. Or maybe like two or three things, but not more than that. Um, but again, it's to understand what kind of person I am, to, to go deeper, to accept that, and to see that there is some strength into this behavior. And it's fine. And, um, and then, yeah, we can go and have like our uniqueness and our power using it. Mm -hmm. so it's all what I want my client to define and to to yeah to go with it so how do you help them kind of figure out what it is that they may want to be doing if they're mm -hmm. just kind of maybe at the beginning of 
I know something's missing. I'm I'm just not happy. Life is is okay. Not even not even bad. It's it's okay, but I'm just not happy and fulfilled. Mm, yeah. So what I use, and I think it's uh it's where I am a little bit different than the other career coach, is what I use is really like an holistic approach. And I look at the psychological part, I look at the um very like more consulting part, so the more career uh, part and then um what we do as well is that we we look at um the the complete life so what is your private life what is your life the lifestyle that you want to have which define as well what kind of job you want to have if you have like you are like an expat and living in in different countries in the coming 10 years so eventually you are going to see things completely different that if you are like i am stuck <laughs> in a country <laughs> whatever so i can work wherever i want so i decided to to still, if I am here in Germany, I decided to have something very flexible because mm-hmm. I need this, this freedom. Right. Um, but we look at that. So we really look at, okay, what kind of uh, things energize you, engage you, what kind of lifestyle you have, what kind of strength you have, what is your story, what is your past, what was your passion? So we do like a big, big overview and then something pops up, which I love because we never know what's going to happen. Right. It's really like a creative process. Um, and I really go in this creative process as much as possible. Some people love it because it's really fun um, having like this no limits and thinking about what could, what kind of project or what kind of thing I could create. And some of the people, they are so rational that they're, no, 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 I don't want to go in this huge. Well, it seems it's too overwhelming. Like there's yeah. too much possibility. What do you, what exactly. do you mean of, of anything? Like that's, sometimes yeah. I find that too, that, sometimes too many options is is too much that it is easier sometimes to make a decision if we are I'll, I'll use the word limited or, or if we kind of mm. know more but if, if there is too many options too much then for some people it is really hard to yeah. to try to figure it out because they get overwhelmed by all the possibilities yeah or sometimes they get overwhelmed by discovering the kind of power Mm-hmm. that they have mm-hmm. oh my god i can do so many things i didn't even know um what we what we do is that we concentrate on three different projects okay um one usually is like a, a very rational one like where the si- society would um would would see you like in my case would be a c- continuing in the engineer path like mm-hmm. just going one step further so that is usually what's going on but then there is two other ways and then it's where the creativity can take place and where the magic happens and then depending on what's going on then we have to be concrete again so to look at okay mm-hmm. what are the possibilities like now really like uh, money wise time wise what kind of resources and so on and what do you want to do with that so but first of all it's like to go broad and then mm-hmm. to come back to okay mm-hmm. here are the three possibilities what do you think about it what is possible what kind of energy do you have um the context the 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 what if you have children or not if you have to move or not if you understand the language or not of the country and so on so stuff like that yeah there's there's definitely a a lot of considerations and and I like how we said earlier too to think of it as 
as maybe just like a phase in life because things change, yeah. right? Just as, as you are where you are now and you have children, but eventually your children are going to get older and leave home. And that mm-hmm. can be another phase of life. Or if your husband gets an opportunity to work in another country and you discuss that, and that again can be another phase. So even though to a degree, we like to have so much certainty and consistency, human beings also like to have a little bit of change and we never know when that change is going to happen. Yeah, I uh, some of my clients, so they feel kind of secure in their job. But because of that, because of the, the world changing all the time, they want to feel prepared. Right. If that happened, they want to feel prepared. So, okay, I kind of know who I am. I kind of know what kind of strength I have. I kind of know how to negotiate because it's part of what we do as well. Mm-hmm. So I feel prepared if for some reason it doesn't work out where I am right now. Mm-hmm. I, I want to feel prepared to be able to go and search for something that makes sense to me. And uh, I think it's a good idea as well, because indeed, so it's so, so I think really one thing that we should have now, it's this flexibility and this letting go things because we don't know. Never know what's going to happen. Like I I say to people and in two different ways, it, it can be done. Like life can change. I say five minutes, but I mean, we know it literally within a minute, it's one phone call, one wrong step off a sidewalk. And it could be nothing that's like bad. I mean, if I fell down the stairs, it's like one wrong step, I fall down the stairs and I break my leg. Now that changes at least for the next few months until I heal. So it's not, you know, life can always change and it can only be one minute or five minutes away. So when things are great, great, enjoy it, but it will change. We, We go through stuff and when things aren't great, okay, I know it's tough, but it will change. Yeah. And, and one of the person that I had this morning, um, she told me, indeed, so my life looks perfect. Mm-hmm. So like money, job, family, everything is fine. Uh, but I feel that it's really empty. I feel like I am juggling with like plates and at some point it's going to, to, to fall down, yeah, to crash. Mm-hmm. And I have this feeling that I'm losing my time. It's like every day, one day further and further and further. And I am now 34. And so I have this feeling that I have only one life. Yes. And I do nothing with that. It's like nice house. Okay. But like, yeah, colorless. Yeah. And I think I think there's a lot of people in the world that are that are feeling that way. And you know, in in a way, we we pers- we we make it kind of look that way because we want people to think things are fine and we're doing okay and we're going through it and and you know and and on paper a lot of things can look good but yeah. but again we feel empty inside and mm-hmm. at least she recognizes that and is wanting to do something to make a change to figure it out what what it is to to make her life more more fulfilling. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And so how long do you generally work with people? Um, well, so if there is different phases, so mm-hmm. like like this lady this morning, so the thing is that, so 
there is a lot of things not working properly. She's like very, very close to burnout. Okay. Uh, so in this case, so what we are going to, to do together, we are going to work six months together. Okay. One, uh, three months really to look after her, mm-hmm. like the centerpiece mm-hmm. and seeing, okay, what kind of, who are you? Who are you? Because she, usually she has children. They moved a lot as well. And so I don't know. I, I I am not the same person that I was 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. That's just one thing that I know. I I know that at that point I knew who I am, but now it's so different that I'm completely lost. So I am a wife, I am um, a mother, I am an employee and so on, but I don't recognize me. I don't know who I am. So mm-hmm. we look at that usually. We look at the life work balance as well. We look at how it works at home. Uh, in order to have like a team at home, like really having, not being usually the mothers, the problem is that they are in the center of the family. Mm-hmm. And if they are not working, everything crashed down. And um, if they are not functioning, I mean, yeah. um, and I have so many women telling me, I feel so alone when I am in my family because I am supporting everyone, but I have the feeling that I am not visible so nobody is there for me mm-hmm. and i find it's really a pity it's really a pity so i have three three boys so i have three three um three child three boys but they are here so if i am sick i know that they are going to do everything and they are between seven eight and 12 years old they are not that that teenager or mm-hmm. they are still small but even like two years ago during the lockdown so I didn't have the impression that I were alone in my family they were there and we function all together as a team mm-hmm. so it's what I, I like them to understand they don't have to be wonder woman mm-hmm. they can be princess Layla like having a team in <laughs> in working I like, with I like that one to be princess Layla I like that yeah. one because princess Layla when when she's in a bed the revolution is still continuing there is the jedi and there is the armies and so on so she's there she can have a tea mm-hmm. <laughs> she can just decide to go i don't know in vacation and it's going to continue if you are if you are like a superwoman wonder woman well she does everything alone right nothing happens if she's sick mm-hmm. and, and then that's that's a problem that's the problem and everybody gets sick. It, it happens. And then things start yeah. to, to really fall yeah. apart. So I help them to change that and to have mm-hmm. like a team at home feeling, um, yeah, feeling like the peace, the harmony at home, feeling the balance, uh, feeling that they are not going to miss anything regarding their children, because there is a lot of mamas when they try to be a little bit more selfish they're afraid that they are going to miss something. Mm-hmm. So we can have tools to be sure that we see the needs of our children, but still we see our needs as well. Right. So for, for some of them, we are working first on that. Mm-hmm. And then when they, are, they feel uh, centered again and they feel stable again, so we go in the career change. Mm-hmm. And for some of them, so we go directly in the career change. It's it's like three months, very intensively. Um, and sometimes it's enough. Sometimes we follow a little bit longer. It's depending if they want to um, to have like uh, to, to grow a business. It can take a little bit of more time. If they want just to, to change a job, it can be very, very quick. Um, so yeah, between three months, 
in six right. months, we'd say. Right. And, and of course, because everybody's situation is a little bit different. Yeah. yeah. Um, I remember somebody said it um, many years ago and it caused a big controversy in, in the media. And, and when I heard it, I completely agreed with the, the woman who said it. She said, my number one priority in life is myself. Yeah. I'm more important than my husband and I'm more important than my children. And, 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 you know, the media takes things a bit out of context and stuff. But then after she said, the reason why I'm number one is because I need to be happy. And my husband is number two, because I need to be happy, healthy, and doing well to have a great relationship with my husband. And our relationship is number two, because if we are happy in our relationship as parents, we are great for our children. Mm -hmm. And if there isn't that kind of, you know, not that she's number one and does whatever she wants, but her happiness and health and everything has to be priority. And then her relationship with her husband and then that with her children, because that's the way to have a good, healthy, strong family. Yeah, I completely agree with that. And it's exactly the, the kind of things that I, I say that you, so I always say you are your biggest asset. So, mm -hmm. um, and it's the same, if you want to build your, your, your business, so you are the number one, you have to take care. It's like having a business, you have like, the best employee ever and you don't care it's not going right. to work long and it's exactly the same with us so we are our best employee or we are our best uh, the best person in our life so we have to take care of our about ourselves if we don't take care about ourselves why the other should do that they look mm -hmm. at us as well they okay she if she doesn't care <laughs> i'm going to don't care to to don't care for her so uh exactly and and we can't you know, we, we can't make somebody else care. We can try no. to do things to make them happy, but internally when somebody's not happy because they're unfulfilled or whatever it may be that's going on, mm. we, we can't make somebody else better. They have to take that responsibility. And, and I think that's a challenge for some, because some people are like, it's my responsibility to make me happy. Yeah. And, and it's a, it's a big responsibility, but we yeah. have to do it for ourselves. And what I believe as well is that when we achieve to do that as um, an adult, uh, that we take the responsibility of our happiness and that we are more in our power, in our yeah. essence, then it's exactly something that we give back to our environment. So we give that back to our children, for instance. If we do that for us, they, they always are looking at what we do. Oh, always, always, they're always watching. Even when we don't think they're watching, they're watching exactly. or they're hearing. They're always exactly. hearing. <laughs> yeah. So sometimes we tell a lot of things and it doesn't work with telling things, but it mm -hmm. definitely work. They look at what we do and they do the same. So mm -hmm. I, I know that one one child, because I do a lot of uh, stress management and personal development for teenagers as well. And one um, young lady told me, oh, my mentor or the person that I love is my mom. And so, okay, why? Well, she's sacrificing everything for, for, mm -hmm. for us. And she's okay. It's not but, a good mentor to have. I mean, uh, it's nice to like, appreciate and really be grateful and have a lot of for gratitude that, yeah. for that. Absolutely. 
but to, to but then mentor, I thought, to follow, to want to do the same is exactly. She's not, going to be yeah. the same. She's going to do exactly the same. She's going to complete. And she's starting to do that already because mm. there is a lot of children. She's the biggest one. So she's, and that's why she's so stressed. Um, and I was like, ah, it's exactly what I don't want. I don't want that my children say something like that. So I want my children to be to be um, strong and to see what is good for them. It was to what is good for the the loved one, and mm -hmm. then to to find a way to deal together. Right. Yeah. Right. And so, do you work with clients all around the world, or mostly in Germany? Um, I have clients a little bit everywhere. It's really mm -hmm. depending right now. I have clients in US. I have clients in China. I have clients in France and in, in uh, Germany. Um, but there are a lot of them are expats, like uh, Japanese women living in Germany or Italian women living in Germany or German woman, but she moved already all over the place. <laughs> she's, she's now somewhere else now. <laughs> yeah. So very international. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, that's great. So what do you find um, as some of the challenges that you've had with, with starting your business and having your business? Hmm. Um, I think the, the more, the most challenging was first of all, to um, get the support that I wanted to get, but I didn't really get the support of my husband. Mm -hmm. So at the beginning, it was very complicated for me because I was really afraid. Yes. And I was looking for having like a support in order to help me to, to go fully mm -hmm. for it. And I couldn't find it. So it was how to deal in, in the family when one part doesn't really understand it doesn't want it and how how can you can, can you do that so for me it was really a long a big and and, and painful journey mm -hmm. um but it was a very good journey because i understood i understand uh yeah it was a big learning let's put that this way so it took me a while before i could find the right people mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, in order to find the right path. Um, yeah, so I think now I would do it differently and I would go further as so quicker to uh, like a mentor or a coach helping me. Now I have a lot of coach around me and, and, mm -hmm. and helping me to go where I want to go and so on. So now I have really a great support everywhere. But at the beginning, it was really... Um, it was more this fear, so this inner fear, how to do that, is that correct, um, I am right, so all the questions that my client are asking themselves <laughs> right now, right? Well, yeah, and I mean, that's that's the thing, is since, since you've been through it, you understand exactly where they are coming from and, and where they're at, because you can think of yourself as the person that you were when you said, I'm going to do something different and yeah. not getting that, that support. You exactly. Like investing that. the money. If you invest for you, you don't invest for your family. Is that correct? And I can say, yes, yes, it's correct. But at the beginning, it's like, oh my God. Right. And <laughs> uh, so, so how like does that. your husband feel now about what you're doing? 
Very good now. <laughs> so now very good, but I think it's because for him it was a big process as well. So he's um, he has a really nice job as an employee, um, and he, it's just I think not everybody can or want to be an uh, um, an entrepreneur, right. um, and I think there we are completely different. So he, he really want to have the security, and I'm like, well, let's go <laughs> do mm -hmm. it. Um, and at the beginning, I think it was a lot of fear on his side, and I couldn't really understand that, and I wanted the support. So that's it's how it it it's it was complicated. Now he knows, so it's working. Mm. He's kind of proud, I think. Uh, I'm sure he's probably very <laughs> proud. I'm sure he's probably very proud. Yeah. That, that's one thing too, when we have different personality types and, and we do have that in the, the, the family structure and the friend structure. I've been self-employed for 25 years. I've only had a few um, jobs where I was an employee when I yeah. was quite young. And I remember one time, even years ago, talking to a friend of mine and she just said, she's like, I don't understand how you do what you do. And I said, well, what do you mean? What don't you get? She's like, well, you work for yourself. You go get clients, you do payroll, like you, you do everything. Mm -hmm. She said, I'm good at my job. I'm really good, but I go to work. I do my thing. I get paid. She said, you one month, you can do well the next month, exactly. not so well. And you're doing it. She's like, I don't understand how you can do that. And I said the opposite. I said, I don't know how you can go to work and go to an office and do the same thing day after day mm. after mm. day. Like, mm. I don't understand that. Mm. Um, and so it is that personality type. So I'm sure that it's hard, especially with a, with a spouse, when they are more the employee personality to be, why would you give up, you know, yeah. the, the paycheck, the stability, the everything. And, and then as you know, the, the self-employed to be the opposite, I always say, just because you have a paycheck, I said, that's, that's, um, oh, what's the word that I'm looking for? It's, it's not necessarily a guarantee. I said, it, you can yeah. go to work tomorrow and lose your job. So just because you have a job now, to me, that's kind of like a artificial stability because yeah. you don't really, you think you're secure, but are you? Where yeah. I know if I work harder or do more, if I need to make more, then I have a way to get more clients or do more things to make a bit more money if I need to. Mm -hmm. But if you're an employee, you can't. You that's it. So yeah. I've had those discussions with lots of people. But that that is interesting because the question is, why do you think it is so? Why do you think that people feel safe when they are employee? and they don't have any kind of control they cannot at some point say okay i need more money i just do want more, more money um mm. why do you think is they have this feeling of security and that the self-employed or the entrepreneur they don't have that anymore why why do you think it's there? i you know i i don't know i think for some reason and i think I think it's something that's been instilled in us over the years, because perhaps with our parents' generation and before, it would be, you know, you go to school, you get a job, you right. work with that company forever, because companies generally didn't go out of business. And so you had that security. And that's what we're kind of told and taught throughout the years. And so a lot of people think, okay, well, I do that. But I think, too, when we look in kind of hindsight over the last even 10, 15 years, there's been some massive companies, or we perceive to be massive, 
that had been, let's say, doing some shady things and all of a sudden mm-hmm. don't have any money and people no longer have jobs. Mm-hmm. And so that's when I, I realized that having a job is a false sense of security mm-hmm. because there is no control. Yeah, there is well, uh, a few of my clients right now. It's exactly what they experienced be- between uh, during the, the lockdown. So the last mm-hmm. two, two years. Mm-hmm. So they they thought my job is really like flight attendant or something like that. So they thought it's going to be It'll be on good. forever. I'll always have this job. It's great. Yes, People are yeah. going to travel. Uh, yeah. And then they couldn't fly during the last two years. So, oh, my God, I, I had no job anymore. And at that moment, so, OK, I really need to find my resources. I really need to, again, to be to get prepared. Mm-hmm. And that's why they should, they decided to 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 take my um my program and now say okay I'm going to to still have my job because there is some part of it I like, but I'm going to create my project and that is going to have a very nice balance. Not um every egg in the same um basket. Yeah, exactly. that's something I always say. Don't ever <laughs> keep all your eggs in the same basket. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, so. it's it's very important. And so what um, what would be a piece of advice that you would give somebody that maybe is kind of at that point or feeling of things are okay, or maybe even they're good, but there's still kind of that something's missing? I think the, the piece of advice that I would give is that it's not because you start to think about something that you have to implement it right away so there is so many people say yeah I have this feeling that something is not right but I don't know what and 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 I'm afraid to discover it because that's it then I have to change everything at once Mm. (laughs) so like it's really like black or white and my piece of advice is yeah you know then if you just have the feeling that something is not right it's the perfect moment to look at something because you have time, you have no pressure. So you can just take a book, um, uh, have this kind of podcast to have some new idea, to to try to understand what's going on inside. So maybe just try, it's what we do in in my three months program is to to try some new ideas, to to talk to people, but you are still safe. Mm-hmm. And you can still look, put that on the on the edge if you don't want to use it, mm-hmm. but you started the the process, the journey. And if you start the project and this journey, it's not that you have to give up of what you have already. So there is different kind of steps, mm-hmm. step by step, baby step. You can go for it. It's not like as well going in the cold water like that right right just jumping all in and yeah I, I've said that to to some people too I, I've said like just try things and it could be so if let's say it's they they feel like they just need more exercise and movement I say well instead of you know saying I'm going to do too much it's like go try one exactly. one yoga class go try one kickboxing class if you want something or go try one something to see if you like it or online there's so many courses and I I go through a a website called Coursera and Mm -hmm. I'm always taking a course just out of my lots of times it's my own interest sometimes it's psychology sometimes it's um, international law it's whatever it is and one time I remember thinking like maybe coding 
maybe I should become a coder. And this was many years ago. And I thought, I'm, I'm going to try it. So I went on, I signed up and I took a course and I finished the course, but I quickly realized I do not want to be. <laughs> That's not your, your thing. <laughs> I do not. But it was just, but it was enough that I thought, okay, you know, that even that elimination of knowing, okay, that's something I definitely don't mm. want to do. Fast forward years later, I've got websites and stuff. So I, I do a little bit and I've, I'm like, okay, I remember I, I feel okay changing this bit of code or doing this tiny bit or mm. enough to know, yeah, I can't do that. I need to hire somebody else. Yeah. But sometimes it's that not necessarily what do I want to do? We can eliminate by, okay, what do I know that I don't want to do? Yeah. And I like the idea to play with the idea to be a little bit more playful and say, okay, I can do something and maybe there is, I'm not going to use it. Maybe it's not to, um, for, for a purpose. It's just mm -hmm. for the fun to do it to have the experience and and to play with it um like the the project that we sometimes put together with my clients they are not going to use it because they find something else but we had fun playing with that and it's a lot then so in your brain it's like more creativity more space more mm. assurance that you can create something you can find solutions so it's as well just the process itself is interesting and can bring you a lot of um, benefits for your daily life so sometimes it's indeed so it's like just enjoying to do something just for the pleasure of doing it like like you say okay one yoga class there and it's not because you are going to take one yoga class that you are going to be yoga teacher in two years and that you are going to to <laughs> right right you may you may do it and then decide you want to do it more often you may try it and then decide yeah that's not my thing and that's okay you tried it yeah. and and I think that's that's the biggest thing is you don't know unless you try. And mm -hmm. I, I used to say that to my daughter when she was little and it was more with food related. And she would say, I don't like it. And I said, when have you tried it? She said, oh, I haven't, but I don't like it. And I said, mm -hmm. well, then you don't know. I said, you, you at least have to try it. If you take a bite and you really don't like it, you don't have to have another bite. And there was a few times she would take, and she's making this face of that she doesn't like it. She's like, mm-mm, mm-mm. She's eating it and then she's like, mm, mm, mm. Actually, that's not too bad. Mm -hmm. <laughs> just say, you just have to yeah. try. It's what one of my sons says. He says we have to give um, the thing to to give the, to 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 give them a chance. Mm -hmm. So because he he, he he tends like hip hop and loves to okay. tend hip hop. And then one girl came to him and said, "Okay, would you like to to do the Latin uh, classes?" Okay. And he was like. Uh, no no <laughs> and then he tried and then they are doing like some competition stuff like oh, wow. that and he told me for one year ago I would have said ah, no it's not good but I just decided to to just try it let's mm -hmm. have a try and then now he's really having fun with that too and say okay my lesson there is that you should you should just give it a try and and give it a chance and maybe it's going to be far more fun than what you think yeah, so. because it's it's true. We we don't know what we don't know. We yeah. don't know what we like until we try. We don't know what we really don't like until we try. Yeah, yeah. 
Definitely. It's a good lesson. <laughs> it is. It's a very good lesson. And I, I think that's, that's a, you know, it's a great note to, to kind of end things on as you don't know, unless you try. So just try many things. You're not stuck to them. You don't have to continue to do them. Just so it's like some people just uh, start to learn a new language just for mm -hmm. the fun of starting a new language. And just because of that, you open to a new culture eventually. So which is a nice way to look at it as well. So indeed, so when you try things or when you speak out things, so there is like a space which is created mm -hmm. where a, magic can happen. A lot of things can happen. A lot of things can happen with just that opening that door, just that little bit. Yeah. Yeah, that, that so well christelle if there's people that want to get a hold of you what's what's the best way to reach you what are your social media channels how can they get in touch with you mm, um i am i am a lot on linkedin it's okay. where i am really active i love linkedin um but you can find me on um instagram so freedom catcher is on instagram and i have my website so uh, it's Christelle pilo or pilot.com uh, um so it's where you can find me instagram and linkedin the most my website for sure you can write me a message i love to chat with people wherever you are okay perfect <laughs> um, and we'll we'll put those links in the show notes below okay. so <laughs> if people uh, need to come back or or you know if they're listening while they're driving or something we'll we'll have that in there so they can they can find you and and be in touch with you. So again, I just wanted to say thank you very much for your time. I really appreciate it. And I'm sure our listeners got some valuable information from you. I thank you. I thank you for having me. Thank you very much.